the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome back, or not welcome back, welcome to SCORC Dirt Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, we're talking alpha, alpha. Alpha Alpha Site Logistics. Absolutely. If you're going out to the desert and you're doing an event, you want to be legal and prepared, and Alpha Site Logistics can do it all for you. They have portable toilets, hand wash stations, hand wash trailers, shade trailers, dumpsters, and a whole lot more. Give them a call, 760-352-8383. Tell them you heard it right here on Dirt Radio, and they will hook you up. Audrey Mason, Ed Stoven, in the house. We have... A celebrity on the line, yes. a very, very special guest. I kind of hung out with her uh, last week with Silverado ZR2. We can't talk about driving impressions, but we could talk about her Miata. Hey, Emmy, how you doing, kid? Hi, guys. What's up? What are you doing? What, what? What, yeah. what? Sounds like you're in the dirt. Sounds like you're in the desert. What are you doing? Actually, so um, I live up in Yucca Valley, so I can be closer to the desert and um, and closer to Johnson Valley and stuff. And um, I mean, I'm just hanging out here on my back porch, and it's an absolutely gorgeous day. Are you drinking a diet Dr. Pepper? You know I am. <laughs> but I got to tell you, girl, I don't know how you made it through that Silverado event. I looked everywhere, and there was not one diet Dr. Pepper. I know. I know. I had to make do with Diet Coke. It was terrible. <laughs> Uh, well, you know Audrey Mason. She's sitting here chatting about it. But, hey, you got an event coming up that you'd like to talk about? Well, I have an event that I just did that I think you guys want to hear about. Oh, okay. What you got? Well, so uh, uh, me and uh, two other American teams went out to Saudi Arabia to race in the very first um, all-women's motorsport event in Saudi. And it was incredible. Now, Compare that to other, you know, like the, well, not Dakar, but I guess uh, the... Uh, gazelle. I believe gazelle. you've done the Gazelle as well, haven't Com- you? A few yeah. times, right? Yeah. Com- comparing yeah. that to the Gazelle, what what would you say is different? Well, so the thing you have to realize about Saudi is that, uh, you know, women just got the right to drive there. And um, as much as, as Saudi has certainly has a lot of political issues and a lot of human rights violations, um, the country it is 
attempting to open up and and making sure that women can drive and then holding this event is like one very very small step in the right direction mm-hmm. um so you know like i still have a lot of issues with the country itself mm-hmm. but being able to go and participate in this was like was pretty amazing so for this event um you know women have only been driving for five years so what they wanted to do here was they wanted to make it accessible. So everyone was in essentially a, a stock vehicle. So there was no, there were no roll cages. There were no, uh, you know, you didn't need to wear a fire suit, anything like that. And it was not a rally for speed. Instead, it was a rally for navigation. But unlike the Gazelle Rally, which is a, na- uh, a rally for navigational accuracy, where you have to go in the shortest distance possible, uh, this rally instead used road books and Dakar style navigation. So, you know, so we had a, a rally computer and we had hidden waypoints that we had to validate. Um, it's just that we didn't have to worry about about speed. Um, but then that's really hard to score, right? Because, I mean, pretty much everyone's going to get those checkpoints. It's not that hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's difficult when you're going at speed, but it's not that hard to follow a roadbook. So the way they uh, kind of differentiated the teams was we had what's called an average speed challenge. So there were four of these sections spread throughout the three-day competition where essentially we had to drive a set speed for a set distance. And, I mean, it was normally really slow, like – 38 kilometers per hour. And if you think driving fast is hard, you should try driving slow. (laughs) Well, that is not in your vocabulary. I can't... Even so a ma- Jeez, you must have put a brick on your foot so you you know to hold it away from the pedal. What now? What vehicle were you? What kind of vehicle were you driving? So we were we were guests, which was awesome um, because I everything was comped for me, which was great. And then I was put into a Toyota Fortuner, um, which is essentially. Like a, a, a two-row SUV, a mid-sized SUV on a Hilux chassis, so it's still a body-on-frame. Mm-hmm. But it has, I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever driven this, like, the base model Tacoma 2.7 liter. Sure. It's terrible. <laughs> like, it's so slow. <laughs> 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 but you got oh invited. Will you, you? I mean, geez, they're going to hang you with a new rope, and you're complaining. Oh, it's so slow. No, that is a fact. It is slow. <laughs> you know, and it has a it has a six speed automatic from Toyota that, like, uh, you know, if if you put it in in quote sport mode, which is not really a sport mode, and like right. maybe you can kind of shift it yourself, it it'll get the job done. Right. Um, but uh, for anyone who is considering a Toyota, don't get the two point seven liter. Like, get the upgraded <laughs> four liter. It's a lot better. <laughs> That's so funny. What kind of terrain were you driving through with this? With it was it, hopefully you weren't like lugging through and dogging down the whole time. Like, what kind of terrain? It's no, all. I mean, yeah, most of it. Most of it was pretty easy. It was a lot of flat stuff. There was some. Um, there were a lot, a lot of like uh, like power line roads. You know, like that kind of Fire stuff. Fire road like and power easy, line. Like yeah, an easy. Yeah, like a graded dirt road type of stuff. They did put us into a little bit of soft sand, and um, that's where that's where that Toyota was the hardest to deal with, just because it's it's just. It's such a dog. Yeah. But, you know, you just have to know that you need to get a little bit of momentum and um, keep it in the high revs. And so, you know, we never got stuck or anything like that. But, you know, the driving isn't that hard. But, you know, like I said, these women have only been driving for four, four years. So you can't be like, okay, we're going to go rock crawling now because they just don't have that experience to be able to do that. So, right? you had, um, so you had a lot of local women in this event. We did. 
We did. Every team had at least one Saudi, uh, I, I believe every team or oh. almost every team had at least one Saudi uh, uh, member, which was just awesome. And I mean, like, they, dude, they were so stoked I to bet. be a part of it. And I think the organization, I think the organizers underestimated how competitive we would be. <laughs> you know, I think they thought that we were just going to like, you know, like, oh, well, these they're just women. So they're just going to like go out and have a good time. And it's like, well, yeah, we are. But we all wanted to win. And yeah. we all were like, you know, really kind of jonesing for it and um, and trying to eke out, like, any little advantage that we could. And I think it surprised the organizers. Oh, wow. So do you think from this event the organizers are so impressed that it's going to happen next year and next year and next year? Is it going to be a regular deal? Yeah, I think it will be. Um, uh, I, I would love for them to make it a little bit longer. Um, you know, like, three days on a three-day rally, like, you're just getting into it. Mm. You're just feeling comfortable. Um, yeah. And then suddenly it's gone. And you don't really have that uh, that opportunity, like, in the Rebel Rally to, like, be broken down and built back up type of thing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, yeah, but you... I'm, I'm hoping... But you can understand. But you can understand first time. I mean, first yeah. time. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got to really, you know, baby steps. You know, to get everybody. To, you know, because if you made it hardcore, you know, like what you're normally used to riding in, these these ladies probably wouldn't come back next year if your life depended on it. Oh right, right, right. And you have to, you know, you have to take people out of their comfort zones right. kind of a little bit by a little bit. Um, but ever like they were all just so great and they were so excited to be there um it was it was really fun my i didn't know what to expect by going there um i was really you know they wanted us to put our our the flag next to our names i was like i don't know if i want to put an american uh, flag on my car like eh. dude no dude it was amazing it was amazing like they were so happy to see us they wanted to speak to us they wanted to invite us to their house for dinner they were wow. so helpful we would see, um, you know, men driving in. There were so many. There were so many great cars there. <laughs> so I tell you many. what. I tell you what, kiddo. We got to take a break. Can you stay one more segment? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Go ahead. Get another dog diet, Doctor Pepper. We'll be right back with Storc Dirt Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Storc Dirt Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Let's talk Wayne Miller Tire Kid. Wayne Miller Mobile Tire out in Santee. He's here for any of your tire needs. You got your daily driver. You need to tire your new tires in alignment. He's here to help you out. You're stuck on a job site. You got a tractor trailer. Stuck on the side of the road. He's got those mobile trucks. Give him a call at 619-596-2800. And if you mention uh, SDORC Dirt Radio, will give you a great discount and tell them that Audrey's sitting. And you might even be able to park in her special parking space because she goes through tires like candy. I just had to take mine in. See, I told you. <laughs> hey, we are, are talking with uh, Emmy Hall, who uh, just came back from Saudi Arabia on a three-day adventure with saudi women it was a women's only event uh and first uh, ever of its kind yeah emmy who, who who put this event on was it the saudi arabians or was it a u.s company no um it was uh it was put together by um hassan jamil and the, and that family oh. they own I believe they own like all of the Toyota dealerships in the Middle East and a bunch of other things. Like they're really, really rich. Um, he's also incredibly good looking. Oh my God, I thought I was going to die. He's so tall and good looking. Well, and that's what like, the, that's what the rally was called, wasn't it? The Jamil rally. Yeah, yeah, it was rally. It was 
Raleigh Jamil. Raleigh Jamil. Okay. Yeah, and it was, you know, it was amazing. We would see, be driving along, and we'd see men, uh, you know, driving in their in the Prados or their Monteros um, and all of that, and um, they would honk and they would wave and they would give us a thumbs up and they were, you know, wanted to take pictures and shoot video and stuff. And then on the first day of the rally, we had. Um, some spectators that, I mean, granted they were all men, but they were all, they were spectators lining the course, and they, it was the same thing, just like thumbs wow. up and waving, cheering, and yeah, I didn't I didn't know what to expect, and my mind was one hundred percent blown. Yeah, oh, I bet. I mean, what do you? I, were there women lining the streets too, or only men? No, so we didn't see when we got to the off road part. I didn't see any female spectators, um, but we did see some women, just normal women that were not part of the rally, um, driving around town, and not a lot. But when we did, like, we, like you know, windows were rolled down. We're like, oh my gosh, hi! And they're like, hi! We're like, this is so cool! And they're like, yeah, you know. So, <laughs> like, everyone was just it was really excited to um, to see us, and I think the Saudi women were excited to see. Even if they weren't participating in the rally, they sure. were excited to see, you know, Americans and other women out there, uh, you know, like like just being cool and doing cool things. So well, did you go from town to town or did, were you, did you go like through the desert and have to camp and get a, like a whole base camp set up? And Yeah, they, they gave us one one base camp. The rest of the time we were staying at hotels, um, which is a little like not really how I, what I'm used to. And we also <laughs> could keep our phones. And I was like, this is terrible. I don't want to have my phone. Like, oh. I'm just so distracted looking at my phone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had one night of camp. Oh, it was glamping. I mean, it was in like this uh, kind of like a park. And they, we, they had these tents set up for us with like, like Bedouin tents with like actual beds and electricity. So it certainly wow. was not like hardcore camping. Yeah, I was like, this is great. I'm going <laughs> to sleep like a baby. <laughs> so how is the food over there? I, I'm always curious about when you go to a, a country like that. I mean, did they cater to your type of diet or did you eat what they ate? Um, you know, we only really got to eat um, in the hotel. So I really wanted to get out to like a local restaurant, but it just timing wise and stuff yeah. it just didn't really happen. Um, but I mean, it was all like local Saudi food. I I love Middle Eastern food. I think it's great. Uh-huh. Um, so they had so it was it was it was really good. There's also a large contingent of um, Indian and Pakistani immigrants there, and um, I will eat that food like all day long. So I didn't have a problem with the food, although I did have to just drink regular Diet Pepsi, which is not the same. But you know, oh, no. what are you going to do? I know. I know. So what was the result? Where, I mean, where did you place? How well did you do? So we had some we had some penalties that we protested and we were ignored. Um, so, <laughs> I what think, kind of penalties did you yes. get? Do you want to share? Well, Going so, too fast? Yeah, I can, no, I can share. I can share. So, um, I it, I don't know if you guys know about in the in the Dakar rally. There's transit stages and there's special stages, right? Uh-huh. And yes. So when you go from a transit stage to a special stage, you cross like a timing control, and then you have like five minutes or something to start your special stage. Well, they didn't. Uh, the 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 explanation of that wasn't really all that clear, mm. and. We understood how it worked, but most of the other people did not understand how that worked. And so people were really backed up in between the, the timer in that five-minute section. There were just a ton of cars. And so we were like, well, I guess we're just waiting here until we can start. And so we did, and we were over that five minutes, and so we got a penalty. And we were like, well, we couldn't go anywhere. Like, it wasn't our fault. But that they were like, well, you could have gotten out of the car and given your time card to the to the timing person. And we're like... I mean, I guess, but sure, fine. So, 
so we got a penalty for that. And then um, they had given us very, very tight transit times to get back to the hotel. And um, we were late on, on one of those. Uh, but, you know, we were try- We didn't want to speed because, you know, we don't want any penalties for speeding. And so we were late coming back. And I was like, look, I'll take that penalty. That was an honest penalty. But so, like, in the five-minute zone, I was like, that's some bull crap right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would have yeah. done the same thing, especially if I it was know, all lined up and had to go- you had to wait for your timer to go. Yeah, Gosh. yeah. But anyway, so... <laughs> So we ended up, uh, I think Lynn Woodward and her navigator, Sedona Bilson, they and they won a stage on day three, and they ended up third, or they ended up fifth. We ended up sixth. And then uh, the other, it was a mother-daughter American team, Dana and Susie Saxton. Yeah, that's they ended, yeah, they ended eighth, I believe. Um, but first place was uh, a Swedish Dakar champion. She's, she'd won the Dakar in her class. And then, um, it's just, I can't remember her name, uh, but she is a racer for Extreme E. So they won. They got first yeah. place, which yep. is pretty I know cool. who you're talking and about. Then, I'm blanking on her name, too. Yeah, I know exactly yeah, who you're Kayla, talking about. Kayla, maybe? Yeah, I, I think, I think it's not. she's a real small girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they, they won, and then... Um, there was an American expat who was living in Saudi and then a gal from the UAE, and they got second place, which was great. And then third place was a Saudi woman and another woman from Spain. Wow. Yeah. So so if they do it again next year, are you going? I mean, I'll go if, if it's a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of flying for three days, let me tell you. Well, there's a... a- a lot of fun for three days um, yeah you're but, just getting um, into the swing of it too just like with you know yeah, you need to yeah. feel it out and get into a rhythm with your partner and and knowing the terrain and where you're at and exactly and getting getting all your communication down you know yeah. it's, diff- it's a different kind of communi- communication style than in a lot of the other navigational rallies that i've done because you know rebecca my navigator is going off of a road book and we have a rally computer so there's there's different ways mm. to communicate to each other so are you taking hardcore notes because i was talking to uh, uh um audrey off air uh-huh. you need to write a book i hope you're taking <laughs> i mean i'm serious you know there's not a lot of women out there that do the stuff that you do and i think if you were to keep notes you could write a serious book i mean Emmy is pretty prestigious. She's she's I raced know. the Baja. She's raced in Ultra Four. She's raced the Gazelle. She's now raced the first Saudi Arabia. She's yeah. done Rebel Rally multiple times. Like I, we're, I can't even. She's. Hey, are you thinking about get, Are level. you thinking about getting into that uh, that e that uh, that e racing? You know, I uh, they had a like a search for some some rookies, and I lobbied hardcore. I was like, look, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one that has, I've got the most electric experience in a motorsport event what, with driving the Rivian and yeah. the Bell for two years. You know, I've got like over, probably over 3,000, 4,000 kilometers in that rig in a motorsports event. I'm like, I, I got it. I got it, man. But yeah. uh, they didn't listen to me. And I talked to Michaela and she was like, there were a lot of people that bought a seat for that rookie thing. I was like, it's pretty cool. I watch it whenever it comes on TV and that's oh, yeah, it's great. It's, yeah. it's great awesome yeah I, I love that so what's your what's your next uh, off-road event that you're gonna go do 
Uh, well, Rebecca and I are, uh, we're hoping to do the Sonora rally in, uh, that's far away. It's in October. Um, but that's a little, like a little mini Dakar yeah, that yeah. is in Northern Mexico. Um, and that is with speed. So we would like to, she and I have never really navigated with speed before. So we'd like to try ahead at that. And then, um, you know, my 16 car is kind of, uh, in a few pieces, um, <laughs> here in the high desert. So. We'll see if I can get that together for for something pretty soon. But um, you know, racing's expensive, and it's it's tough to find time now that travel is picked up again. Yeah, well, and sponsorships too. So, did anybody sponsor you over there that you would like to give a, a shout out to? Um, well, you know, we always bring our Max tracks wherever we go, and um, so I brought my little mini Max tracks because they were perfect to travel with. Um, I didn't get a chance to use them because I'm just so good; I never got stuck. But um, <laughs> you know, I I love those little mini Max tracks. I I got them originally for the off road Miata just because I didn't need to bring those giant full size Max tracks, and they right. turned out to be really great. Well, I got to tell you, Audrey and I were talking, and I says, I says, Emmy was very happy that you stopped to help her. She says, stop to help her. I mean, she dragged those Max tracks out her, her Oh, coat. dude, Rebecca's a Rebecca beast. grabbed those she things grabbed out. She grabbed them and was, and was shoveling and just went at it. Oh, yeah, right? And it was like, yeah. Would, she, they you are don't amazing. need my help. We stood by just in case I needed to give her a tug or a yank or, you know, but... They, they are. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Well, I remember because we were, we were like not having a good day in the dunes that day when we saw you. Yeah. And, um, Rebecca was like, "Follow their line." I'm like, "With pleasure." <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, thank you very much for taking time. I, I was so happy to see you at the Silverado event. Uh, maybe uh, once I think the embargo's over on the twelfth. Maybe uh, I'll get your opinion of what you thought of the ZR2 maybe in the next week or two when you've got some time. We'll have you call yeah. back in because you're always a joy to talk to. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, thanks, you guys. I'm all, it's always good to, like, ow. Sorry, I just got shocked by my door. Um, <laughs> and I talk to you guys. <laughs> you're so funny. You're so electrical. Yes, you are. You're just a spark. <laughs> all right kiddo well we'll let you get back the rest of your afternoon thanks again hey the folks want to follow you around what's the best way to do that yeah i'm on instagram at uh yeah emmy y-e-a-h-e-m-m-e that's probably the best way all right kiddo thanks a lot we'll talk to you down the road all right thanks guys uh, thanks, all right folks we're gonna take a quick Bye. break you are listening to uh, S-T-O-R-C, Dirt Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to S-T-O-R-C, Dirt Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by PRMI Mortgage, Chris Wiley. Tell us about him. Primary Residential Mortgage Inc. is here to help you out with any of your home buying needs. If you're a first-time buyer, he can help you through the grants that the U.S. government's handing out right now. If you're looking to refi your home, do the VA, FHA. He's there to help you out in any way that you can. Give him a call at 619-722-1303. All right. So, hey, guys, that was fun having Emmy on. Uh, oh, 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 wait, before we do that, in 1982, Stephen Sherry Kukula founded San Diego Off-Road Magazine. Go to SSORM, check out their uh, their uh, magazine. It's online. That's SSORM.com. You get everything and anything off-road. Check these guys out. All right, so what's kicking? Any good news? Good I want, news. I want some good news. Good about news. About the Dirt Rider Foundation. 
Oh, yeah, that's some excellent news. Uh, um, Desiree Bates teamed up with San Diego Off-Road Coalition, uh-huh. um, I think, eight, eight years ago now, I think, as we adopted her. She was doing some really good stuff for mm-hmm. Akatia Wells. Mm-hmm. Akatia Wells was in the reauthorization um, of its, uh, not the reauthorization of its, it's no, the, uh, lawsuit. the lawsuit for it to so make it uh, trails only. Mm. So basically it would be um, no more open desert. So it's the open desert initiative. They, they, they want tried to make it stay on the trails only in mm. Akatia Wells, this lawsuit. Yes. And so she and I got together, we worked on this and we thought, well, we, we need to do something more radical to try to focus on that. Mm-hmm. And she came up with Fight for Akatia Wells. Yeah. She's, it's funny. I don't know if you knew it, but she she worked with me on KU, at KUSI. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 She did. And all of a sudden, she bought a dirt bike. Yep. And next thing you know, she's racing hardcore. Yeah. And now she's so engrossed in it. Well, she grew up out there. She's yeah. got her dad's buggy. So she grew up grew up going Just to like Akatia Wells with her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kind of like you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's so, so cute. So she actually um, did some really good. She raised a lot of awareness, um, did really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but SDORC kind of adopted her to make her legitimate. We, we turned her into a subcommittee. Try to make um, her legitimate. Good yeah, luck with well, that. Yeah. Well, we got mm-hmm. her. She covered under insurance, right. added her onto the, created a board, created a subcommittee. Gotcha. Um, filed the paperwork correctly that you know that we're doing business so as and operating as so it, you know it's a, a legitimate opera- operation um, and, but that's underneath us which we are a C4 we are a political organization mm-hmm. that fights to keep the deserts and trails open right. to protect our rights so what is, is this um, an event coming up well yeah. uh, the Desiree um, has recently been she wants you know every year or so she brings up the fact that ha- how, how can we go onto social media and how can we get more funds in we need to be able to be um, ask for donations and and offer it as a write off, but unfortunately, that's always been a C three, and we can't do that as a C four. So um, she worked really hard, came to us. We we talked about it. Worked really hard. Um, she has now stepped up and created and came up with the idea for the dirt right. Dirt Rider Foundation. Is that a C3? Um, so it's a C3. She just uh, filed, finished the paperwork for it. We just got a, a EIN number. So we got our federal tax ID number and we'll have a new subcommittee um, all uh, lined up for us. Uh, it'll be the Dirt Rider Foundation and, as well as it, it's going to adopt for, coming out of Fight for Akatia Wells. Mm-hmm. But the Dirt Rider Foundation, it's not going to, Fight for Akatia Wells, just, it sounds like it's limited. Mm-hmm. But, you know, obviously Desiree rides all over we all ride all right. over the state of california mm-hmm. we we travel to all the svras um and in not just limited here to you know the state of california we go to utah arizona um you know nevada um riding prim and going mm-hmm. you know so we want to open it up and have it be more inclusive so the dirt rider foundation is is just getting started out Sweet. um so yeah we need your support we need anything that you can do donations to bring it in let's do a kusi um, segment uh, once we can you know, get everybody together, go down, do a segment on KUSI just for awareness. That would be absolutely amazing yeah. if we can do that. Can she's just that doing video. her logo, and um, it yeah, we uh, she's gonna create new. She just told up me this year. Every year she do, designs out for us trophies for mm-hmm. the Lost Lizard Off Road Fun Run, and then them. she makes them. She's a welder. Yeah, um, she, one of her companies is Born Dirty, um, and so she uh, well. 
welds and does electrical and the whole nine yards. Um, And she's created and welded together these really awesome trophies. Some of them were picture frames. Some of them were Mm -hmm. just really cool trophy designs. Um, And this year she decided to make a a collapsible portable fire pit that you can take all over and it'll have yeah it'll have the dirt rider foundation logo or wow. you know a couple of the other sponsors logos got to do a shout out to uh, competitive metals mm-hmm. they are uh, out in alcohol you need to buy your sheet metal yep you need to get any type of all sheet metal. metal any of your yeah. tubing if you're going to do your your uh frame and your um cage your roll cage inside right. of your vehicle or, or any of that you definitely head up competitive middles they've always supported san diego off-road coalition um for for decades they've always given mm-hmm. us back when we had our raffle cars they donated the medal for that yeah yeah they've always taken care of the san diego off-road coalition um in our fight they know what, what uh, that we've been pivotal in in certain legislation and and keeping things open and so it's um, huge to have that support. Um, and then it's, you know, it's going to be to see where this can take us with the Dirt Rider Foundation and with Desiree stepping up for that. Um, we'll have a, a new board and it'll be open. So anybody who wants to join us, you're welcome to join us. We're going to uh, be looking for all sorts of volunteers to come in. We'll be doing, you know, not just our regular cleanups, but adding a little bit more to it and trying to turn it in and, and team up with, you know, Glamis Black Bag Project, America's mm-hmm. Black Bag Project mm-hmm. and a few others for this. So wow. it'll be a huge desert cleanse project. And she met up, um, Desiree said she ran into Adam from Clean Desert. Clean Desert just put on the Akatia Wells uh, cleanup in February and he pulled, you know, a few hundred people and he had, you know, almost $25,000 in raffle prizes for his event. And he, she um, ran into him two weeks ago at the Iron Door in Ocotillo Wells. And he, she explained everything that we're doing right now and, and moving forward. And he was super proud of her. And he's like, I will take you under my wing and I will show you how to get the sponsorships wow. and what it's going to take. And I'll give you some key contacts to for certain organizations. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be huge for... For that's excellent. That's yeah. excellent. Well, just we were talking a little bit off air, and I don't actually know the name of the company, but this guy makes these air up, air down systems in his garage, and they come in a really nice nylon bag. It's a little small, like a scuba diving tank. Yeah. You go fill it up at a dive shop, and yep. he, he says you can air up. 80 vehicles up and down oh wow so i mean that would last an event no problem at all and, oh, che- yeah. and chevrolet bought a whole bunch of them so the guy that runs dirt days and we're going to do an event a story on them as well too they're going to send me the contact info and he says oh yeah he'll send you definitely one and then i'm going to put it on kusi tv maybe i'll get you to bring your yeah. jeep down we'll use it as a demo yeah and then i told him that i would donate it to uh, sdorc as a raffle prize Wow. So that would be a good inside contact for future events. You oh, could, yeah. Because, I mean, who out there doesn't want to have uh, – I mean, and this thing is so simple. You snap it to your uh, tire, put the pressure you want to go down to, walk away. Yeah, it auto-deflates down. Auto-deflates. And, and then oh, when that's you're all so done, nice. it hooks back up. I mean, they, we did, like, I don't know how many trucks in just, like, a matter of minutes. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So I think that's – and this guy designed and built them in his own garage. That is super cool. Yeah. So, is- I, so I thought about you guys and talked a lot of, to Chevrolet about SDORC. 
I go. So hopefully maybe down the road we can beat them up for some sponsorship. Yeah. Maybe do some, you know, whenever we do, you know, the events that we that we normally do. So that would be awesome. Oh, yeah. That would so, be absolutely amazing. Yeah. So and told about the radio show as well. And so, yeah, you know, it's and that's really what it's all about. Getting the word out, getting the word out, getting the word out. Yep. So how are you doing on your uh, your motorcycle event got coming up? Uh, it's coming up. We've been I just talked to Marty Tripes yesterday about the catering. And, that, <laughs> and catering is a challenge because when when you do an event like this and you're giving food with the event, you um you, you need to plan ahead for the food, but you have people show up at the event mm-hmm. without pre-entering. So you're not sure how many people to um get ready for. Right. So Marty's big thing is he marinates meat. And it takes him a couple of days to uh, marinate the meat. And so we're like, well, we don't know how many people are going to show up. So he said, well, I have an idea. I know this guy that makes these uh, all beef, uh, high quality beef franks mm-hmm. uh, hot dogs mm-hmm. that we can get. And he says, you take a bite of this, you don't want to stop eating them. They're wow. so good. I want one right now. I'm yeah. hungry. <laughs> well, I've got another suggestion for you, and I'll have to check with Fox Shocks. But when we did a media event out at uh, Elsinore, they had, and it was so simple, I can't even begin to tell you, Chick-fil-A. Really? Chick-fil-A donated all the, and all it was was buns, a piece of chicken, and sauces that you could mix in there. And I, I don't know what it is about eating outdoors, but it always tastes so better. much better. But, you know, nothing like so that might like be another it. opportunity. We'll reach out to Chick-fil-A and have them donate some, you know, maybe at your next event, just, just okay. to try it out. So Marty's going to be making hamburgers and these all beef hot dogs, uh, boiled corn, uh, and baked beans, Ooh. And, and probably some bread. That's better than Chick Fil A. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to do our own thing, and uh, Chick Fil A sounds good. I I like maybe at another event, like like a, a cleanup. Yeah, yeah. Like one of our yeah, that would be great. A cleanup clean or a freeway cleanup or something like that, because they just give them to you in boxes. I mean, you can eat it cold. It doesn't have to be steaming hot. Yep. So um, when is this uh, your event? Oh, it's May fifteenth. Okay, May fifteenth. How do people sign up if they're a dual sport rider? So so go to the San Diego Adventure Riders website. Okay. And go in the forums, and you'll find the, the link will be right there on the gotcha. top. So is there a charge for, to join this uh, event? It's $100. Okay. Yeah. What do they get for it? You get a t-shirt, you get dinner, you get the route, and you get to participate. And you get like a pin or something, probably a participation pin or something, or just a t-shirt. Uh, a t-shirt. Okay. Well, nice t-shirts t-shirt. are cool. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I like those. So are you going? Um, You're not a dual sporter. No, I don't really ride a dirt bike. I can ride a dirt bike, I but I seem one. to hurt myself when you most do. times when I, I prefer three wheels or four wheels. I've learned my lesson. I'm much you're better not, on three wheels. You're not even old enough for a cage. <clears throat> oh, yes, I am. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've been told by doctors the next big hit to my head is not going to be good for me. Oh. But, um, but I still... Still do Test it. that limit. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to be careful when somebody says, hey, you want to try this? Oh, hell yeah. I'll try that. Hold my beer. Uh, yeah, hold my beer. <laughs> it doesn't happen all that often, but um, Ed just said, hey, hey, you want to take my, what do we call it, the XLXR? Because it's a Honda XL um, 100, but it's got a, a 200XR motor Well, in it. of course it so does. So it's the XLXR. And he's like, I got the helmet. So he keeps telling me, bring your helmet. 
helmet. Bring your helmet. And I forgot to bring my helmet. My, I was going to bring my orange S2 or C1 and just ride oh, around the neighborhood yeah. with oh, yeah, them, you know? Yeah, yeah, just cruise yeah, around yeah, the yeah. neighborhood and go on our little ride, I, I you know? And Amy, Amy said day, a lot. But... She says, man, those two girls' helmets, him and, and Nicole, man, those yeah. were the coolest helmets. Yeah, yeah so. they were. They were. We got definitely a lot of compliments on our helmets yeah. for it. Wow. So I've still, I've used mine a few times since then. Well, sure. Um, I would too. I mean, oh, if you yeah. have to put it Every your, chance I can, yeah. I, I'm going to put that, I'm going to protect my head. Probably even sleeps in it. Uh, All right. Let's take a quick break. You're listening to SDRC <laughs> Dirt Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to SDRC Dirt Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right. So we're sitting around here chatting about anything and everything off roads. And uh, Ed, you got some news? Uh, so I got a um, an email saying that Red Rock Canyon State Park, that a mining company wants to go in there and start some mining. Mm. So, so how does that happen in a state park? Well, a lot of places. How does like, that happen? Well, this state park has what they call a. Um, there's there's small spots that are privately owned inside the park. So when they make a park, they find an area that has public land. They draw a circle around mm-hmm. it. But there's still in, enclosures or little sections of mm-hmm. land that are private. So this is a private parcel inside that has been mined in the past. So this company has bought it, and they want to start mining again. And an environmental company is trying to stop them. Well, Red Rock Canyon used to have a lot of off-roading in it, and they um, – kind of pushed us out over the years mm-hmm. and we're not really in there anymore so we we talked about it and it's really not our fight the environmentalists they can have it so it was just kind of something interesting to me that we 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 lost red rock canyon through administrative processes mm-hmm. the nice trails in there and um we'll let the other guys fight it out over the mining well, be interesting wouldn't it be funny if they if they asked for your help <laughs> after throwing yeah. you out yeah, you know, that would be funny. Um, yeah. Have you been to Joshua Tree? I have. Yeah, wow. I've, I've rock climbed there and I've yeah. driven around, and it's a neat place. It's big. I don't know how they stack those boulders the way they do. How do they get like that? Those I don't vertical know. Faces. We were looking at it. We were driving along. I'm thinking, it's how? Just I mean, amazing. It's teetering. Yep. Uh, it's just the weirdest. Have you been there? Yeah. I've been there. Yeah, several times. Yeah. I've um, done some off roading in and out of there. Um, that's where. Uh, Colin Sauter and Jill Echo live their Desert Cleanse project. Oh. And Colin has a goal of reaching 500 tons of trash per year. And amazingly, the, and they live there and 99% of it comes out of wow. Johnson Valley and Joshua Tree. Yeah. And, um, That's just terrible. Yeah, and they pull Is Johnson Valley around it's, close to Joshua? Yeah, they're right next door yeah, to each other. Oh, they're just, next door. I had no they're idea. I was just to each other. lost. All I knew. Yeah. Yeah, it was it's all out. desert. Yeah, it's all desert. Yeah. It's all the same. Oh, you right? you were right there. You probably did some of the trails that they use for the Ultra Four for, for King of the Hammers yeah. because they do um, a hundred mile loop, a hundred twenty yeah. mile yeah. loop, hundred fifty mile loop right there. So it goes in and out of Joshua yeah. Tree and and, and all. And of coming that. back, I just couldn't do the two fifteen and the fifteen. I just was ready to throw up. <laughs> some car caught fire on the two fifteen. It took me a half hour just to go like three miles. Oh, I bet. So I said, you know what? I'm going home via salt and sea and it had been a while since i'd been that way and then oh, i yeah. t- then i t- hung a right at the 78 and went up into the mountains yep so, yep God, took, there was took the two home nobody but me oh, yeah 
It's I mean, beautiful it was out there. Awesome. Yes. No. And you know, it, again, you know, it's uh, there's so much out there and it's really improved. There's been a lot of build up. There's been a lot of build up down there. Businesses, homes, it's like a lot of people are moving out You'd there. You'd be surprised the Salton Sea, they've, uh, you know, uh, that go, was beautiful go, too. Uh, the th- America's thirty thirty that is following suit for Newsom's thirty thirty plan right now. They go green. They want to build all these uh, protect thirty uh, percent of the land, land and water yep. by the year thirty thirty. Is yep. that what it is? And you know how is many it, and so windmills are not turning out there? <laughs> I'm going can, uh, WTF. Well, I just did value the moon the other day. We we we're sitting there counting. I think we got up to one hundred and thirty windmills that we'd counted on the on the floor of the that are just sitting that are, there. that are there and out of the hunt like 10 of them were t- were spinning and turning but yeah, they, that's hit or miss and you know there's a bunch of windmills to the southeast of valley of the moon they're in mexico but they're linked to the sunrise power link mm-hmm. yep. so they get around some of the environmental rules by having them down there and selling it to us so that's but i just kind don't of i mean they're making such a and it and no offense these windmills ruin ruin I mean, the the view and the terrain a hundred percent i hate looking I at them i hate through looking the at them i you know i also i don't like the big solar farms down there no either. i hate i don't like the solar farms they disrupt the bird migration patterns because sure. they the reflection of the sun yeah. coming through as it comes through it they kill off a lot of birds and the windmills it's they're full of hydraulic oil it's like you want to talk about how is that environmentally friendly especially when they break down and they squirt out thousands of gallons of hydraulic oil and then i was seeing a couple of them where the blades were missing off of them yeah yep and i mean they've had accidents with them well yeah but you know what i mean everybody's you know telling us that's the way to go that's no it's not the way to go it's not they're not doing it right and i don't think it has to be that big no you know well, what I'm saying? The, the bigger, the better on the windmills. The higher, the better. Well, that's they, what they, that's what they say. I bet you you could make it just as efficient. I, I'm not talking about the height so much as the 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 width of the you know the, of the whole unit. My goodness. So if you go driving out Highway Eight, the first set of windmills you see right. by Acorn Golden Acorn Casino, right. it's actually a different. That's that's on tribal land, right? So we don't have any say about that. No. Then you go a few miles further, right. and you look to the left, and in McCain Valley, you see another set. And that's on BLM land. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was, um, I fought vigorously to stop those going into the off-road area. It's called sure. Lark Canyon. I really fought, and I lost wow. by a little bit. I found out later. I Just barely, huh? Yeah, but that just goes to show you, you got to fight. How do you do that, folks? You'll never believe it. Join S-D-O-R-C yep. yeah. dot org dot org $25 a year if you want your kids to enjoy what maybe you enjoyed or maybe you've never even been out there you know the the ocean's great take a run out to the desert it's go see what's amazing. out there it right now it so is so beautiful. Green. Yep, I'm say right now it's, it's so warm. beautiful. The blooms, <sighs> it's another super bloom in my opinion, although others don't think so. Ed's shaking his head over well, here. I, okay, I, I hate to tell you, I, I rode 80 miles out there last Saturday. All I seen was green. I didn't see any it flowers. It was all dust and desert. Oh, really? Yeah. Bar- yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Anza Borrego right now. Borrego uh, Springs right in the now. Mountains, They've it's green, got but some in the desert, beautiful it's flowers very, going yeah. through. Um, yeah. The butterflies are out like crazy right now. There's, Down in the desert? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. All, I'm, all I'm saying there. is if you've not done it, it's only, 
I mean, it's only a couple of hour drive. I mean, it's yeah. nothing. Yeah. And it's just, Jesus, just. So, you know what I agree with the environmental community mm. is that I don't like the windmills and these solar panels and these other things out right. of the, these large scale and uh, renewable energy projects in the desert mm-hmm. makes me crazy. And I, I can, we, we could work together on that sure. separately. We could sort of divide our, our, our differences. Right. And uh, what we agree on is that we should have more solar in town on top of buildings. Yes. Why are you like putting that. it out there in the desert? And then you have to. And you have to trans- transfer it all the way into the city. That's just. And, and there's losses when you travel, when you transfer electricity yes. a long distance. So you, you put all this trouble out there and, and you only get half of it when it right. gets here. Yeah. If that. Yeah, no, I, I'm right. I'm right there with you. And I think putting it on top of buildings downtown. Or any place, you know, top parking structures, build, any building, yeah, like and, any it, parking structure on the top floor, cover it with solar panels. Yeah, they've I talked agree. about putting it into roads, like actually have the road right the solar panel. Right, there's a lot of things that can be done yeah. that aren't being I, done. I read down in uh, Brawley growing up, um, going, you know, especially rodeo weekend, we would always go out, take mm-hmm. the three wheelers out, go riding down, and then go to the rodeo down there and have a good time. And all the places that I used to go, it's all solar field now you can't it's go anywhere like, near it yeah it's like a couple miles of solar field and it's just i it's terrible. it's miserable and terrible. terrible to drive through but the only way we're going to fix it is we have to do it as a group yes um so speaking of that we are working on our um our lobbyist and the off-road vehicle legislative coalition um and i just wanted to give a shout out um for kathy lynch um honorably respect her she mm-hmm. has um her funeral is this coming tuesday april 12th um at 11 a.m um at saint peter's and paul catholic church up in rockland california mm. um it's just above sacramento Ed and i were talking about are we gonna fly up for the funeral or are we going to go to the celebration of life i think the celebration of life is going to be in may um and then this is the go to the, um, go to they, the celebration they just of announced life. this one's going to be on tuesday at 11 a.m what um, i would do is there, send it so. send a donation yeah you know from sdorc.org and if you want me to send some you know from the radio show just let me know who and where because I'm sure she's got some cause or something to. You know, she has a couple of different charities that so she I would has. Ra- and then if you could go for the celebration of life, I think that's more you appropriate. Know, to and fly it's up and for. it's and it's local, and it's the people that knew her. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, the yeah. funeral would be too, but I don't know about you, but I'm not. I, a, I'm not a funeral kind of guy. I know that there are going to be thousands of people. Yeah, I will think come you're absolutely to support her. Yeah, I um, think you're absolutely one for that. Correct. So she was an amazing um, person. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely brilliant. So um, sad. Eloquent speaker and yeah. just was all about the policy. Wasn't about no, the, uh-uh. the politics. Was all about the policy. Was all about protecting our rights, our Second Amendment right, right. to bear arms, our freedom of speech. Um, you know, our access to public. Lands, uh, whether you are a uh, equestrian rider, a hunter, a fisherman, she right. did the, you know, she, yeah. protect, she stood up for all of us. Did you um, hear in, 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 in con- well, I guess you call it con- Congress in Sacramento, the, they closed the session with two uh, of the uh, officials giving a closing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we played it last weekend. Oh, that's and right. I knew I heard it, it someplace. Yeah, we played it Where'd last Where did I weekend? hear that? That was on us. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Become a member of SCORC. Get involved in your community. We've got a couple of things coming up. Saturday, April 23rd is going to be the Lakeside Parade. Yep. Um, we've got July 17th is going to be off-road nights. We yep. are going to be selling um, spaces to rent your vehicle. Um cool. At www.sdorc.org. Yep, Pacific Island Brewery, July 17th is going to be our off-road car show. Let's go have a beer. Yep. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. San Diego Air and Space Museum Radio is coming up next right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.